You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That Ain't that what we're supposed to do? I know if I keep talking about how dirty it is out here, somebody going to clean it up. You are listening to Milagro, baby. Milagro Grams. International Nino. Mia. Nigga Millie. All right, you guys, it is Friday, May 7th, and um, I hope that y'all are having an amazing day. We got a lot to catch up on. The title on Station Head over on Lavish Lane is Tortoise Slips. Let's talk about who got a tortoise slip. Bitch, I got a tortoise slip. Bitch, I got to catch up. Somebody left me a comment. They said, man, I was just up, I was just about to show you some love for not eating on the mic. And then here you go. Eating on the goddamn microphone. She said, it ain't even so much as you eating, but I don't know what kind of microphone you got. They pick up everything. Let me tell you something. We chilling outside on the block. Over here. Okay? So I'm going to eat. Just like if I was sitting outside eating. Send $20. That's what you can do. Or go get me a Kool-Aid pickle. Go get me a cool cup. Okay? I'm going to continue to eat. That's what's going on over here. I eat like a dog. Bitch, I moan and slobber and holler. If you don't want to hear somebody eat like that, then you need to get up off of my radio. Bitch, I eat like a dog, and I don't give a fuck. That shit be good to me. So guess what? <laughs> Yesterday, Lauren, you uh, we keep some gum in the car, right? So did she get in, pop the thing open, get her a piece of gum, say to get a piece of gum? She talking about, yeah, that's how you be eating. Down. You got your seatbelt on. Hell, you always talking shit. <laughs> she be checking that both of them, but Lauren be checking the fuck out of me. <laughs> she be checking the fuck out of me, dog. Man, okay, it be your own kids. Let's go ahead and get into this first video. DJ Khaled is dropping videos off of this failed ass compilation uh adult bop situation he didn't put out. He dropping that shit like it ain't nobody's business. Ain't nobody paying attention. They ain't doing no promo. Nothing. You fuck around and look up. Oh, here go another video with, with everybody in the industry. We are the world. We are the children. Bitch. All them damn people. And ain't nobody giving a piece of a fuck. Y'all think they shame? Why he ain't announcing this shit? Whoa. <laughs> Another one. Another one. Look at the single. 
Bueno. I just gotta stop this right here, right now. Gabriella, are you gonna take the shades on or you gonna keep them off? You're in a bikini showing all the you doing all of this. You gonna take out the guy? What are you what are you doing? You fucking up the vibe. No, she agitated me with this. She is agitating me. She looks great. That's not what I'm saying. Bitch, you heard what the fuck I said. I ain't doing no explaining on the motherfucking Friday. Did you get paid today? That's how I'm coming. Fuck the bullshit. You asked for me, bitch. Here I am. In the flesh. Now, look here. I think she need to take them damn glasses off. She all on the vine. Looking like Jane. Kelly looking like he done ate all of the, the damn animals in the jungle. We gonna call him George. And so he need to watch out for that damn tree. And so do her. She need to take them damn glasses off for these close-up shots and shit like that on the beach. You laid out on the goddamn beach in a two-piece bikini. With some goddamn shades on. Girl, get up. Girl, I, no, that shit distracting me. Shit techy. A car on the beach. Oh, she got big ass titties. Look at that country shit. Sink that goddamn uh, bamboo boat. It must be made out of Valerian steel. If you ain't got no shades, don't come to the shoot. Oh, 
you know what? Another one. Another one. Another fucking what? Wow. You know what? That video was full of shameless plugs. Um, that little one-two step, I love it when you're one-two step that they was doing on the rocks. Wasn't feeling it. <laughs> that, that was so yesterday. Um, I didn't know her had big titties. Okay. Um, amen. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. All right, next. They said that was a product placement disaster. Okay, bitch, a little fun. Let me see you. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into Sweetie. Let's see what she got going on with a uh, fast motion. Three, a film. Two, oh, let me get my 3D glasses. Girl. Me, yeah.
bitch. What a commotion. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Um, let's go ahead and get into J. Cole. Okay, with in the loop. All right, you guys. Was there anything else that we needed to listen to? Or was that it? Or was that it? Did anybody else come up with a motherfucking song? We did LLC on Station Head. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get the show started then. I mean, when they see me, they know that every day when I'm breathing, it's, it's, it's for us to go farther, you know? Every time I speak, I want the truth to come out, you know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver, you know? I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That ain't that what we're supposed to do. I know if I keep talking about how dirty it is out here, somebody going to clean it up. You are listening to Milagro, baby. Milagro Grams. International Nino. Mia. Nigga Millie. Oh, yeah. 
Hey, you guys, it is Friday, May 7th. I hope that y'all have had a great week. I'm so happy to be here with y'all. We got a lot to catch up on. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get into everything. So we will be doing the Mother's Day giveaway today. Mob Mommies, thank you to everybody that submitted, you know, those amazing things for the uh, special woman in your life. You know, the things that y'all said about those women, it just really, really touched my heart. So today, as I hit the uh, cash register, I'm hoping that, um, not hoping, all of that money will go to some more people. I want to pick some more people for the Mother's Day giveaway. And then we could do a giveaway um, on Station Head. So I already have the different emails, but we only picked two people and we're doing $500. I would really like to give something to a couple of other people that did submit some really amazing things. So um, if you feel moved to participate in that, then go ahead. Don't forget that next week we'll get into the prom stuff. But whatever the case, we'll be doing the Mob Mommies giveaway today, okay? So uh, shout out to everybody that submitted, you know, an entry for that contest. Whew. All right, you guys. Um, Let's go ahead and get into this. The mob has some of the most talented people that I have ever, you know, seen or heard in my life. And so, um, some of the members of the mob tagged me in this post. And they said, the singer really be singing? And so, um, the singer did this cover on Instagram. And I want y'all to hear it. It's a cover of Gideon's song. Take a listen. <laughs> Deflated. I guess they look lifeless like me. We miss you on your side of the bed. Oh, still got your things here, and they stare at me like souvenirs. Don't wanna get you out my head. Oh, just like the day that I met you. The day I thought forever said that you love me, but that'll last forever. It's cold outside, like when you walked out my life. Why you walked out my life? If y'all want to go hit the rest, y'all can go to his page. But I thought that that was really dope, so I just wanted everybody to hear it. I think that you did really good. All right, you guys, let's go ahead and get into, um, is his name Damn Son? What's his name? Franklin. Shout out to the Shade Room. Somebody done fucked around and sent this message in the DMs. Let's go ahead and get into it. We need to talk. Stop posting on social media. Like, <laughs> stop. Every time you post something, women go crazy, bro. Like, I've been DMing this girl for three weeks straight. Every time I think I'm making progress or I'm getting somewhere, you post something and then she ghosts me for like four or five days, bro. Stop. Please. Like, take a break from Instagram. Take a social media break, bro. Go on a spiritual journey. It's Ramadan. Go center yourself. 
feel me? Go get right with God. Go do something. Just stay off social media, bro. Please. We dark skin. We got to stick together. You're not helping. Bro. He said, I got you, bro. I'm gone. Promise. If you don't get the fuck out of my DMs. That nigga said it's a Ramadan. Go center yourself. Bitch, what? Child. Let's go ahead and get into this. My damn granny then set up here and pressed info on our text messages. So she pulled up all of the different pictures and videos and whatever I've sent her for however long. I don't know how many messages she still got on her damn phone. She texting and calling me in a damn panic. All, all of this personal information is on the internet. I done pulled you up on the internet. I see your brother's license. I see Lauren and Stacy up here. I see some paperwork about that property. You need to call me. Oh, Lord. Girl, can you please stop? Please. In the midst of that bullshit that was going on, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into something that got pulled up, okay? So, this was written in 2004, and it says Avenue CDC gets involved. It says neighbors at work landscaping project, there's an awards ceremony and wrap-up activities, okay? And so... Each year, Neighbors Work Week, uh, which runs from June 5th to June 12th, brings together more than 225 nonprofit organizations across the nation that work to affect positive change in more than 2,500 urban, suburban, suburban, bitch. I'm over here trying to propel myself for the word R-U-R-A-L in a fucked up suburban. Woo! Let's just leave it all there. <laughs> bitch, I started trying to brace myself for real, bitch, whatever the fuck it is. And then the fucked up suburban. <laughs> the whole point is, they had a goddamn contest, right? So this contest was open to students in grades 6 through 12. And it offered students the opportunity to express themselves creatively while increasing their awareness about poverty and other issues. So the participants were asked to submit essays, poems, and song lyrics on selected topics, including Define Home, Poverty and Solutions, My Community, and Improving My World. Okay, so blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Bitch, look. They in the poetry department. First place went to somebody named Emily Collins. She was a sixth grader at Trinity Lutheran. And then um, Megan Lloyd, she went to the school too. And then they said an honorable mention to me, a sixth grader at college prep. Uh, yes, college prep. I don't remember nothing about this shit. But I do remember always, you know, writing. I told y'all that before. And being involved in stuff like that. And liking shit like that. But I don't remember nothing about that motherfucking contest, bitch. What is the crime.com talking about? Keep my name up out your mouth, ho. <laughs> I'm going to get my people on it so we can see. You know what I'm saying? What the hell really going on around this bitch? Hold up. <laughs> Ugh, okay, you guys. 
Did y'all hear about the updates in the Pop Smoke um, murder investigation? Not the murder investigation, but in terms of them going to court and laying everything out. Because I was so disturbed by some of the revelations. So academics posted this, and it was a repost from the New York Daily News. It says that Brooklyn rapper Pop Smoke was showering. So he was in the tub at an Airbnb in L.A. When masked men stormed through the second-story balcony, and that's when an LAPD detective testified. So one allegedly pressed a semi-automatic to the forehead of a woman at the place of the, um, what is it? Canarsie bread wrapper? I guess that's the area in New York. But anyway, um, he was in the tub when these people came in and did what the fuck they did. So imagine being in that space and literally not having nothing on you. Like, how are you supposed to defend yourself against people with semi-automatic fucking weapons and you ass naked in the bathtub? They said in the video that came through the back door, listen, I'm not going to pretend to remember what happened, you know, um, in the, in the situation with Pop Smoke in that video clip, because I don't know like what the context is. And per the different shit that's being said now, I don't think it, you know, it is, it's black and white as we maybe, th uh, maybe thought it was. Upon hearing this, a lot of people feel like it could be a damn setup. Like what the hell is going on? They said he was shot dressed on the couch, I thought. Maybe they allowed him to get dressed. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Let's see what they did on the write-up. So they said one intruder allegedly pressed a black semi-automatic firearm to the forehead of a woman who was with the Canarsie bread entertainer in his bedroom that night, while the others rushed into the adjoining bathroom. And that came from the detective. They said, shut the fuck up. Do you want to die? The heavily armed home invader allegedly shouted that to the woman. And that's from the investigator. So obviously that's something she told him. Carrasco was the first person to take the witness stand at the preliminary hearing for Corey Walker in Los Angeles that will decide whether the sole adult suspect in the case proceeds to trial. Walker, who was 20 years old, has been charged with murder and robbery in the February 19, 2020 slaying of the popular entertainer who was born Bashar Baraka Jackson. Um, he has pled not guilty and appeared in court on Thursday. And so that's what was said. So more details are coming out about that fateful day. You know, um, the last thing that I left with was that he went on Instagram and had posted a photograph that revealed his location. And that people maybe saw it as an easy lick and went over there with weapons and did this and that. I no longer feel like that. I feel like we need to just wait and see what else comes out and let them decide and da 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 Because obviously we don't know everything. When they were first reporting that story, like y'all said, we thought he was sitting on the couch dressed. Like how he get from the, the shower, you know what I'm saying, down to the couch with clothes on. And they say three men ran into the bathroom. A mess. At the end of the day, rest in peace to Pop Smoke. And we definitely hope that justice is served. I mean, uh, yeah, justice is served. You guys, this week has been so crazy. I feel like my head all over the place is winding on down now. But I'm all over everywhere. And I just feel like, I told y'all earlier on session head, it's like a runaway train. Like I'm sitting up like, listen get it together so i'm gonna have to really go take a good nap and go get a massage my damn self and it's mother's day um coming up this sunday and so that'll be really really good and then next week hit the ground running okay <laughs> 
But shout out to everybody that's been up for the pop-ups. But this week, look, child, we didn't been all over everyone. Now, let's go ahead and get into this heartbreaking story. Um, a young girl named Michaela Miller. She was 16 years old, and she was found dead in Hopkinton. Or Hop Hopkinton? Okay, and that was last month. And so people um, have been circulating the story around social media. And I don't have a problem with that at all, because I feel like we should be aware of situations like this. What I do think people need to do is, you know, make sure that they've done the research that they need to do to have a good understanding of what's going on and be effective. I don't think it should just be about reposting something to look like you're so aware or involved because a lot of people don't know like what's actually going on now and you know what happened and da 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 da. It's just people reposting shit and saying, oh, I got a problem with this and I got a problem with that once again without a, you know, real understanding. And I feel like that happened with Breonna Taylor as well. Where people just start using someone's name. And I think it turns into this political game. And then um, who really gets served? Like, who gets justice? Who's really getting help? Like, are the families feeling like, you know, um, they can sleep well at night? Or what? Or is it still bullshit going on? So I think that everybody should be doing shit that's effective. Let's go ahead and get into this from Boston.com. Michaela Miller was 16 years old. She was found dead in Hopkinton last month. And here's what we learned about the investigation. They said that Michaela was found dead in the woods off of a walking path in the town on a Sunday morning last month. With her family and the community still pleading for more information as to the circumstances surrounding her death and a vigil and rally planned for this Thursday, Middlesex District Attorney Marion Ryan provided an extensive update on the investigation in a press conference on Tuesday afternoon. <coughs> First and foremost, Michaela Miller, as many of you have seen, was a beautiful child. She was a cherished daughter, a gifted student, a talented athlete, and a loyal friend. Michaela's death is an unspeakable tragedy for her loved ones and for the entire community of Hopkinton. So um, from the beginning of the investigation, our investigators have been fully committed to determining exactly how Michaela's precious and promising life ended. Make no mistake, there is no truth to the allegation that we have reached a final conclusion. Okay? And so these are one of the things that... um. I was speaking to in terms of social media getting a hold of different things. You know, people saying, oh, they didn't do anything about it. Da, da, da. That's not necessarily what happened. And so things are still being investigated. It just is not going the way that it would, in my opinion, if we were talking about a young white girl. People are dragging their feet, it seems like. You know, people are not really looking too deeply into things, it sounds like. And so that's what the issue is. And so once again, effective shit. So um, this is the young lady right here. Let's see what else was said. Ryan went on to say that Michaela had been involved in a physical altercation the evening before her body was found, but that the teenagers um, present had not been to the area where her body was discovered. She said authorities are still waiting for the medical examiner to determine Michaela's manner and cause of death, and they're still waiting on the results of forensic testing on samples and items sent to the lab. We know that everyone would like to have the answers as to what happened with Michaela. We know it's difficult to wait for those answers. We have to get to the answers in this case, as in every case, with due speed, but in a way that does not compromise the integrity of the investigation. Ryan also responded to calls and questions. She said her office has gotten from concerned citizens and adamantly denied that her office has neglected the case or is engaged in some sort of cover-up because Michaela was black or because she was a member of the LBGTQIA community. She said that is patently false. So Michaela's mother, her name is Calvina, she told the Boston Globe that authorities initially told the family that her daughter's death was a suicide. Okay? 
Now, let's put this into perspective and be very clear. I saw different posts that said that Michaela had been lynched and da da da. From my understanding, they tied her to the tree. So if she was tied to a tree, how in the hell would she do that to herself? You know, so absolutely ridiculous. And the mother says that they were told that she committed suicide. At the time, Ryan's office said publicly that her death was not considered suspicious. How in the fuck is that not suspicious at all? She got into a fight the day before. And then she ends up off of the main goddamn street dead tied to a fucking tree. Okay. She said, my concern is, did they really thoroughly look at the crime scene? Or did they just dismiss it because she's a black girl on a tree in Hopkinton? She also told the Globe that Hopkinton police have been hostile and have withheld information from her. She said that she believes that her daughter's race has led to less media coverage of her death. Ryan said that authorities have been in an almost daily communication with a family representative. So not her. And said that she understands why the family wants answers immediately. It's a great disappointment always that we cannot immediately give families those answers. So they said, here's a timeline of the weekend Michaela died based on the preliminary investigation, which Ryan said was informed by interviews with dozens of witnesses, forensic analysis of electronic devices and other evidence, including surveillance video. This case will not be closed until we have exhausted all avenues. And she stressed that the preliminary aspect of the investigation um, in her remarks. So on Saturday, April 17th, Michaela was with two friends in the common area or the clubhouse of the Revolutionary Way apartment complex where she lived. The two friends left and then she was joined by four other teenagers, two males and two females, while another female teenager remained in a car outside. One of the female teenagers inside the common area was in a relationship with Michaela according to Ryan. Sometime between 5.17 and 6.41 p.m., a physical altercation occurred between Michaela and two of the teenagers, a male and a female in the common area. When asked, Ryan said she had clearly heard the allegation that race played a role in the altercation. I do not have a reason, this is preliminary, to believe that we do not have any evidence, either positive or negative, as to whether that this is the case in this instance. So she didn't say shit. She said that the teenagers inside were of a variety of races when she was asked if they were white teenagers. Okay, so basically whatever in the fuck that means. So Michaela's, uh, Michaela's mother, she told the Globe that five teenagers involved are white and that the altercation happened because her daughter got into a fight with her girlfriend. After the altercation, the teens spent another 20 minutes together in the same area. At 7.20, the police responded to Michaela's home after her mother reported that her daughter had been jumped. Michaela was interviewed by police and told officers that she was pushed and uh, punched in the face during the altercation. Officers noted that she had blood on her lip. The investigation into the assault remains open and there are no charges pending on that at this point. So now here we go. What a goddamn motive. What if the people that had gotten in the fight with her thought that they would be in some type of trouble because she had gone to the police and came back and killed her? The fuck? How dare that nigga go to the police? I mean, that's the type of energy I'm picking up around here. But who knows? 
So, at 7.43 p.m., officers left Michaela's home and went to the residence of one of the females who had been involved in the altercation. They took a statement and returned to the apartment complex, observing some damage both inside and outside of the common area. Michaela was still at home with her mother in their apartment. Between 9.30 and 9.45 p.m., the mother went to bed, believing that Michaela was still in the apartment. Between 9 o'clock and 10 p.m., a health app on Michaela's cell phone recorded that her phone had traveled 1,316 steps, which is the approximate distance from the apartment complex to the woods where Michaela's body was found the next morning. Michaela's last known communication was around 9 p.m. to a teenager who was not involved in the earlier altercation. She claims. On Sunday, April 18th, a jogger at 7.45 a.m. located Michaela's body near 34 West Main Street, okay, in the town in the woods off of a walking path and called the police. Michaela had her phone on her and her backpack and other belongings were found nearby. When asked, Ryan wouldn't go into more details about the scene. She said using cell phone data and other digital evidence, authorities confirmed the four teenagers present in the common area during the altercation had not gone to the area of 34 West Main Street where Michaela's body was found on the night in question. Pause. Cell phone data and other digital evidence. How you know they didn't leave their goddamn phone at home? You don't have to take your cell phone to go somewhere. And we live in a time and space where everybody knows that. We all know that our cell phones have trackers in them. So if I wanted to make it seem like I was at home and I had already agreed that we was going to meet up over here, one of y'all text her, not one of the ones that was in the fight. They could, they could have lured that girl down there and did this shit. What the fuck? You sound dumb. I don't know what the digital evidence is. Do you feel like what they had on their Apple watch? It recorded their heartbeat all night. Bitch, they, they could have put that on their little sister or something. How you know? Uh-uh, mm-mm, they said that's speculation. Mm-hmm. So, based on witness information, authorities also believe that the teenager who stayed in the car had not gone to the area. Ryan promised to get answers to the remaining questions about Michaela's death and said that she would be as transparent as possible once she did. She said, nothing about what I have said brings Michaela back or consults her family as they grieve. But what we can do and what we uh, really owe her is an accurate and fulsome accounting of what happened and what led to her death. And so, as you can imagine, people are heartbroken by this story. I think there's some confusion about the state of the body. Obviously, we don't know anything or we don't know as much because um, they're tight-lipped about certain things. So why did they tell the mama that the girl had committed suicide? And they didn't find anything, you know what I'm saying, to be a little off about the situation. It absolutely looks like something is off. Rest in peace to Michaela, but we definitely need to keep up with that story. Okay, let's go ahead and get into um, this from the shade room. The Tokyo Olympics bans athletes from wearing uh, Black Lives Matter apparel. And so after a year's delay due to the pandemic, it looks like we're going to have Olympic Games after all, but not without some controversy. So the Tokyo Olympics athletes will not be allowed to rock any Black Lives Matter apparel at the ceremonies this summer. So the Olympic Committee officials say that um, barring athletes from wearing messages supporting the BLM movement is a part of the ban on protests and political messages. 
The policy was revealed two weeks ago with a focus on prohibiting demonstrations on the field of play during an official ceremony or at the podium. It's now understood that Black Lives Matter apparel has been included in that ban. Officials say, however, that Black Lives Matter slogans will be allowed during press conferences and interviews as well as team meetings, but it's clear that if athletes are seen wearing the messages during official ceremonies, they could be, dun, 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 I guess, kicked out. So um, this is not something that I'm surprised by. I think a lot of people saw the headline and they said, oh, well, what about everybody else? And, oh, they, it's an attack against Black Lives Matter. And then they brought up uh, Stop Asian Hate and all this different shit. They don't want anybody doing it, okay? Okay? Um, just read. Make sure you read the whole fucking thing. They said, how is Black Lives Matter political? No, the real question is, how is Black Lives Matter helping black people? Now, that is the question. How is it political? I mean, how much time do you have? Black Lives Matter is not this fucking charity situation that everybody thinks it is. Y'all know it's a whole bunch of bullshit going on with Black Lives Matter. There's a whole bunch of agendas and all kind of shit. So, uh, shit, yeah, I, I would consider it political. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> Let's go ahead and get into some more shit. Do not forget that today we are doing the Mob Mommies giveaway. We already have chosen two winners, and they will get $500 each. But if you would like to give some money so that we can help a couple of other people that submitted some amazing write-ups on the special woman in their life, then you can go ahead and donate and make sure um, that you hashtag it like Mob Mommies or Mother's Day or whatever the case may be. All right? More money, more money, more money. Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This channel is funded by the people for the people. So you going to invest in a nigga or what? All right, you guys, don't forget that if you want to be a part of the conversation, all you got to do is hashtag mob radio. And at the end of the show, I go and check it out and see what it is that you guys have to say. Want to join the conversation? Hashtag mob radio on Twitter and I'll read your thoughts alive on the air. And if you've been watching the show and enjoying yourself, how about you like the video and subscribe? Now let's get back to the show. All right, let's get into the Atlanta mayor. Keisha Lance Bottoms reportedly won't be running for re-election in 2022. I'm not finna get all deep into this. I think she's tired of it. I think she's tired of the stress of it. I don't think she want to deal with shit no more. I don't think that she particularly feels like anybody's listening to what the hell she's talking about anyway. Uh, I also have heard people don't like her. Um, maybe she was not confident that she would win. Okay. And so um, she's donezo after this. How do y'all feel? Because let's talk about it. Wasn't she all gung-ho before the T.I. situation? What happened? Is shit about to hit the fan? I thought she was actually running. Was she? Or that she was prepping to uh, participate in a relation. Child, I don't know. I don't know. They said even before that, she seemed stressed. They said a lot of people don't like her in that long, so. Well, that's what's going on. So I hope that whoever y'all vote for is somebody that y'all believe in that uh, does something productive. Because she says she out. Oh, let's go ahead and get into this motherfucking media. This media is, is just crazy as hell. So, shout out to Hip Hop DX. There was this big write-up that Jay-Z was sorry 
he had apologized for his lyrics and big pimping. He can't believe that he said that. And all that shit. Check this out. Because I said, what is going on here? Let me go look at this shit. Jay-Z hasn't discussed big pimping lyrics in over a decade. They say, Jay-Z rarely talks to the press, but granted a rare video uh, interview to the Sunday Times last week. During the conversation, the billionaire hip-hop mogul opened up about the fame, life during the pandemic, and his various business endeavors. But for some reason, an 11-year-old interview that he did with the Wall Street Journal was simultaneously dredged up on social media in which he talked about the lack of profound lyrics in some of his older works, specifically Big Pimpin'. So, Jay-Z released a song in the 2000s as a third single from his fourth studio album, Volume 3, Life and Times of Escorta, featuring UGK's Bun B and Pimp C. The track peaked at number 18 on the Billboard Hot 100 and topped the rhythmic, uh, rhythmic Top 40 chart, helping propel the album to triple platinum status. But with lyrics such as, It's Big Pimpin' Baby, It's Big Pimpin', Spendin' G's, Feel Me, uh, Hope wasn't exactly impressed with his pin game on that particular track. That's the exception, he said in the 20, uh, 2010 interview. It was like, I can't believe I said that and kept saying it. What kind of animal would say these sort of things? Reading it is really harsh. And so when these fucking people look at this, they said this is clickbait. This is being reported as new when it's actually from a 2010 Wall Street Journal interview. So you had the Source magazine and some other publications putting the shit out as if it had just happened. What the hell y'all got going on? Coming out the blue with this bullshit. You, you want me to believe that the source just woke up and said, let's run this bullshit today? Has, has the entertainment news got so motherfucking dry that they are recycling 11-year-old news? They said Jay-Z regrets making Big Pimpin'. I can't believe I said that. Let's go to it. Let's go directly to the motherfucking source, bitch. I want to view it. Let's say this is clickbait. I'm going to go to the article. We are recycling 11-year-old news, people. On May 3rd. That is how boring this industry has got. Now, and that ain't no damn excuse. But it has gotten so boring in hip-hop that they pulling these stunts. And let me tell you something. Here go my point. This whole thing plays into Jay-Z's growth. Let's go back to me asking, do I think that the source just woke up and decided to run that shit that day? Khaled Khaled album is out. He does have the track with Nas, with everybody sitting up talking about how much they've grown and the fact that they were able to even do a record together and all that kind of bullshit. So this is something that plays into that. It's looking contrived to me. Okay? It's looking like that raggedy ass hiatus. That's what the fuck I'm saying. Slick Woods. Slick with the split. She didn't reach back and slap the bitch. Okay? Um, Blueface's artist. She was a fan of Slick Wood. She's a model. And so she had her phone up and was recording her. And uh, Slick wasn't for the bullshit. Let's see. Look at her. She's so pretty. Hey, bro. Hi, look at the... Oh! Chill, chill, chill. Whoa, Slick, relax. I don't know. No, I slept with you. 
Not a gangster, but true to yourself. Like, how can you be? What? How can you be? How can you be like true to yourself? Hello. And and still do the right thing. Cause true to myself would have did the most pettyish. That's the thing. Everybody keeps saying slick is sick. I don't give a f about anybody being sick. Oh. Right? If you're so sick, why you at a party drunk, slapping phone out their hands? Oh I don't give how sick you are, bro. You want me to speed up your sickness? Like that's like that's just dumb. You just don't. You know what's dumb is your missing tooth. Okay, Th this is ridiculous. This bitch is slow. And then, <laughs> like, yeah. Huh. Like I was. Bro, I was not scared. I was just like, girl, how long you need a straw? You know you're missing a tooth, girl. That vanilla milk go run down your damn throat. Calm down. Do oh, oh, so long, girl. I'm not Somebody gonna get her a little nipple off a bottle. Like I don't know, but I swear to God, yeah. It was like a God feeling in me. Like, at the same time, I was drunk, getting mad. But something would come over me to calm me down a little bit. Like, just talk it out. I was not scared. I was just... Girl. Oh, Lord. Anyway. This has been blown completely out of proportion. Slick, her uh, personal space was invaded. When somebody's walking up to you with a damn camera recording you, just because you feel like you're a fan of somebody, that does not give you license to do shit like that. So, um, she was upset about it, obviously. Does that give her a right to hit that girl fucking phone and do all of that? No. She didn't have to touch her. You know, we do have options when we get into situations like that. And you may feel like, I, I don't know if you feel uh, small or what, but you could tell somebody, listen, could you please, you know, turn the camera around? I want to be recorded. Thank you. Thank you. I would appreciate it if you would stop recording me. You know what I'm saying? Or if you felt like you just wanted to remove yourself from that scenario. You know, you could see her. So if you wanted to go into another room or something like that and say to the host, who you obviously knew, hey, uh-uh, I'm not feeling that. Could you let her know? da 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 Like, that doesn't mean that Slick handled it, you know, the appropriate way. Um, I don't think that the girl should have went outside antagonizing Slick either. She wanted a fucking moment. It was easy to see. It could have started off with positive intentions, but you was just doing too fucking much. And now you all over the motherfucking internet, you know, talking outside of your neck with, with, with less than 28 teeth. And, you know, you need to just chill. You need to chill. 
Y'all love my saying. Can't tell nobody how mad to get. That's fine. That's fine. That don't justify the shit. And so she could have felt like she wanted to slap the girl phone and try to stump her out. She wants to. That bitch was doing too much. It don't take all of that. So both of their ass is just doing too much. But Slick ain't the one that's trying to broadcast the shit all on social media. Slick was going to get in her motherfucking car. And I don't think, you know, playing with her about her illness. You know what I'm saying? Like, girl, go on with that bullshit. Okay? That shit lame. Let's go ahead. Yeah, you ain't got to. You shan't have to put her hands on her phone or whatever. She just didn't want her out of her space. Don't do that. Don't record me. But that don't mean she handled it right. Anyway, I don't give a fuck. The, the girl didn't do shit. The phone got knocked out of her hand. You was walking behind her outside. Bitch, everybody went home. Let's go ahead and get into this fucking scandal. So, this young man named Nigerian Prince. I, I think his name is Hakeem. His name is what? Yotadaleyiyuhu. And so he said... I built and coded a smart mirror for my girl. It displays words of affirmation, Bible scriptures, and a to-do list. Okay? And so, let me go ahead and see what happened after that. Because it all went downhill, baby. His alleged ex-girlfriend came forward and said, That's nice. The girl you was cheating on me with. Men are scumbags. They ruin your life. She said, anyways, let me not forget how bad I am. I will never let another man take my confidence and self-love ever again. She said, you know what? I'm just so glad I'm not where I was a few months ago. I was so depressed that I wanted to end my life because of a man. People can laugh and make jokes, but honestly, there's nothing that could even touch the surface of the hurt that I went through. It's funny because he wasn't just cheating on me with her. She was also cheating on her man with my man at the time. LOL. And this is okay. She said, mad. You know, you sound mad. You you sound real upset. You sound bitter. Okay? Um, Let's talk about it. You say you've moved on from that place. That's terrible. It's not right, but it's okay. She got a fucking in encrypted matrix mirror, and you jealous, bitch. You've been throwing salt from the jump. That's nice. The girl you was cheating on me with. Girl, didn't nobody ask you that? Didn't nobody ask you that? This man was celebrating the woman that he is with now. And I guess she was getting a little bit too much motherfucking love. And so you wanted to let everybody know what the fuck had happened. Does that change that he over there with that girl right now? Does that change that he did that for her and not you? Huh? Is the answer no? Going about your business. You claim you didn't move on and shit like that. Text one of your homegirls. Did you see this shit, bitch? You ain't have to go out on Twitter with that. You wanted to be seen. She responded to his post. Why in the hell are you on his motherfucking Twitter? So you been fucked up. You ain't moved on and da 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 That was ugly and it was unnecessary. Okay? Like, girl, stop. Stop. Let the girl enjoy her motherfucking mirror. Y'all, let's go ahead and get into this. Adidas, they've launched a Reebok option. Cardi, where them shoes at? Bitch, all of the kids over in China. They gonna have on all of the Cardi B Reebok, child. I can hear them yelling up right now. 
You know, what happened? I don't know. I don't care. It, apparently, apparently, don't nobody want shit no more. And so it's going to auction. I like this word, auction. A-U-C-T-I-O-N, auction. Okay? <laughs> That's all you need to worry about, the Reebok auction. Okay? And so that's just that. That's just that. And I guess Cardi could not save the brand. Okay? They weren't buying enough of them kicks. They said Ross gonna buy them out. Uh, Cardi, she gonna be all in fashions for this. Child. Please, let me tell you something. It's gonna be some smoke in the city if y'all start fucking with the Tommy Hilfiger inventory. Mm-hmm. Cardi, don't come in up with that Reebok bullshit. Don't come in up with that Reebok bullshit. Because you're going to have hoods all over America on your motherfucking neck. Don't do it. More money, more money, more money. Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal. Because this is an independent operation. This channel is funded by the people. For the people. So you going to invest in a nigga or what? Man. Let's go ahead and get into some new tunes. Are y'all ready to hear from Merry Christmas from your lady? Oh, wait a minute. This the other lady, Erica Mena. Yeah, let me talk about this. <laughs> Erica Mena has lost her raggedy ass, poor ass mind. Okay, we'll get into Erica Banks in a second. Yeah, the Mexican one. Erica Mena, take a look at this shit. Shout out to the shade room. I don't really know you much, Erica, but I do know Safari enough. And you all need to stop fighting and threatening divorce so much. And 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 you all need to grow up and grow into being parents. And if you're not gonna want to be married, then just get a divorce and co-parent. And babies don't save marriages, but um, good luck with at least your first six months. Yeah. Okay, that is what Wendy Williams had to say about Erica Mena. If we have um, ever listened to Wendy, Wendy can be very ugly. I thought that that was a very pleasant, you know, fair assessment. I didn't think that it was nasty or anything like that. You know, I, I didn't see anything wrong with it. Well, Erica did not appreciate it. She said, Wendy Williams, at this point, let's link up so I can beat your ass. Your ex-husband didn't do a good enough job. I have every problem with this. I don't think that it's right for women to throw domestic abuse at the hands of a man in, in another woman's face. You know, sitting up saying, oh, well, I need to come, do, uh, come and do this because he ain't doing well enough. Bitch, that ain't no dig to her. Bitch, that's a reflection of your poor ass character. Okay, and that's a reflection of his poor-ass character and whatever fucking decisions that he made. So for Erica to throw that, you know what I'm saying, in her face, it just shows, you know, um, what type of person she is. Again, she's always had an ugly-ass fucking energy around her. It doesn't matter how cute Erica has looked. Skeletor is these days sitting up somewhere bitter as hell, mad. She thought she would be bigger than what the fuck she is. She ain't nothing but a fucking rich dollars bust down. And now she didn't got Nikki's fucking leftovers. And, and now she's, you know, somebody's fucking wife, I guess. If that's what you want. I don't know what type of marriage they got. And they're masturbating and showing pieces of titties and shit all on OnlyFans and shit like that. The bottle all in the warm getting too hot and stuff like that. But okay, they call it a marriage child. That's what they're doing. 
They in love. Now, the man that came out and made a fool of her and said that, you know, she was fat when she was pregnant. He ain't like how she looked. Uh, what else was said? She was the biggest regret of his life and all these kinds of things. So let's not act like people just draw hating. No. They have made a fool out of their own goddamn union. So with that being said, I think that Wendy took it light. I don't think Wendy even really said nothing. She ain't giving none of the energy she would have gave it if it was somebody else. Somebody probably a little darker than you. But um, sitting up telling a woman your ex-husband didn't do a good enough job. Bitch, you're trash. That's what I think. I already knew that, but even more so. Um, then Erica said in response to different people leaving comments, they said, she said, me, irrelevant, LOL, but all this attention and the opinions floating around strongly proves otherwise. All I did was announce we've created more life. And since then it's been ugly energy. It really is a sick, sad world that y'all live in. Erica, you've been acting ugly, acting out and acting up for how long while you was pregnant, bitch, before people even knew. You supposed to be pregnant right now, but you talking about what's the address so that you can what? Beat her ass? So either you just blowing smoke because you know you can't fight right now because you're pregnant. Or you willing to put your baby at risk. Which one is it? Either way, you're lame as fuck. Either way. Okay, whichever one you go with, you're lame. And once again, I think that she's trying to ride Jocelyn's coattails. But she didn't get the memo. Here, Erica Mena goes, coming for Wendy Williams after Jocelyn got all on Wendy Williams' ass. Here goes what happened. Jocelyn, she pressed the issue. But Jocelyn did it in an assertive, but still very calm, cool, and collected manner. Wendy is the one who lost her cool. It ended up looking crazy. Jocelyn was still giving respect, Miss Wendy. She didn't call the woman out her name. Her emotions, you did see her elevate a little bit, but she still kept her composure, you know, even in those moments. The difference is she ain't step out out of character and act a motherfucking fool. That is why people had Jocelyn's back. And that's why people liked what she did and listened to what she had to say. Even if they didn't agree with Jocelyn, they didn't sit up and try to nail Jocelyn to the cross. They said, you know what? Eh, okay, whatever it was, she ain't act crazy about it. It is what it is. You, on the other hand, then got your ass up pregnant. Talking about, let's link up so I can beat your ass. I thought you had grown so much. You fighting somebody ain't going to change their damn opinion. So what you fighting for? Were you disrespected in your face? Are you willing to die for your motherfucking respect? Are you willing to die about what he said, what she said? Understand that when you come challenging people, bitch, you don't know what the fuck is coming behind that. Is it worth it? This is the question of the day. You are a married woman with two children. No, three. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, What the hell are you doing? You need to grow the fuck up. And you can't even fight, bitch. Child, this girl is a... Cr anyway, let's see what else she had to say. This whole irrelevant thing... You're infamous, Erica. And you need to understand what the fuck that means. People know you. They know who you are. For all the wrong goddamn reasons. <laughs> Bitch, you ain't pleasant. Yeah, you irrelevant. It's easy to drudge your Z-list ass up. Talk about you and throw you back to where the fuck you came from. Very easy. You holding on to Mr. Rastafari over there. Safari. 
while y'all over there exploiting the fuck out of each other. And when that well runs dry, you'll, you'll be probably over there sucking somebody else's dick. Who knows? Who knows? You set up here and try to change your whole life after licking pussy, sucking dick, probably taking up the ass and everything else. And you want everybody to regard you that way. And we don't give a fuck, bum. You still that bum ass worker bitch that you was when your ass was up in Dash working for Kim Kardashian. After that goddamn family was down there running Brandy and her mama credit cards. You understand? That's how I see you, as you are. Go fold a t-shirt, bitch. You need to get back to yourself. Oh, please, please. And let's not forget that Chris Brown, I saw that episode. I saw it. Fresh. He said, your breath stank. Y'all was filming a video for yo. That y'all had to be all close. I wanna be. Remember in the car in the back seat? They said it was hot back there. It was foggy. He said it was your breath. Okay. We all remember, Erica. We all remember. And it, it is what it is. <laughs> she said, me being one any chance she gets. For years, I still quiet when it comes to this creature's nasty statements. This time, I played her own game. I don't regret or take back anything. No one is going to constantly disrespect me. And put limits on how I disrespect back. Do you feel hard? Girl, shut up. There was nothing more to really report on Hot Topics because we're expecting another blessing. Um, I'm sorry, not because. Besides, we're expecting a new blessing. But as always, this creature always wants to give advice on marriage. A subject that she failed at. She never attacks the men who actually are at fault. It's always her going at women. So here goes the same shit that Jocelyn was saying last week. So Erica is now trying to make fetch happen. Um, Erica, let's be clear. We can all talk all the shit we want to about Wendy Williams. But let me speak plainly. I like to say, let me talk like I give a fuck. It, it's never too late to reclaim your fucking life. It doesn't matter how old you are. Wendy Williams filed for divorce, not Kevin. Bitch, she left him. After however many years she dealt with whatever, she finally got up and said, I'm not going to do this shit anymore. So you can feel how you want to feel about her. But in God's timing and in her own timing, she got out of that situation. And she's no longer married to the motherfucking man. So, failed? Call it what the fuck you want. That don't change the fact that she still had a point in regards to your broke down ass. Erica Mena, you dumbass. You took a vow. Under Here goes my thing. Stop getting married under God's law if you're not going to practice what God tell you to do and what you took vows to do. Do that make sense? Y'all ask me why I got married at. I told y'all I didn't have no conventional wedding. So you are unaware of what vows me and my husband took. So you could come one day find yourself challenging me about some shit. And I'll be like, bitch, who business you on? You don't know what you're talking about. Who do Okay, you don't know. You don't know. But Erica and Safari, since everybody don't put everybody in everybody's business, y'all took a vow under God to honor, to... 
hold and da 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 da. Y'all, like I said, I saw Safari masturbating in the bathroom. He was in the bathroom jacking off, and you could buy a subscription to see him ejaculate on the counter. Do you recall? Are we talking about failed marriages? <laughs> What 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 is this that you have over here? What the fuck is this? See, y'all, why do y'all listen to these people or give a damn about what the hell they be saying? Erica over there selling ass and Safari over there slanging dick. She had his penis in her hand on her OnlyFans, bitch. Now, what type of bullshit is that, bitch? I wish the fuck I would. Erica is fucking retarded and she wants a moment and that has been passed. Like they tried to do the little spicy Latina thing with you, but your attitude is just so piss poor, you know, that you couldn't even fucking do that right. All you had to do was say something cute every now and again and sit your ass down somewhere in them raggedy ass fashions, them jeans with no pockets on the back. And you couldn't even do that. You cannot even do that, but you're trash child. Let's go ahead and get into this. Um, Moulin Rouge and Meek Mill, they showed their baby boy. The baby boy is gorgeous. I think the baby looks more like the mother. Thank God. How do I feel about this? I don't feel no ways about this. The baby's name is Zar, and he had a first birthday. And so both parents took to social media to, um, you know what I'm saying, just address the baby and shower him with love and stuff like that. So if you're happy for Meek Mill and Moulin Rouge and the baby, then go over there and show some love. Um, do I think that the picture would have come out? If blogs like Chat and Goats hadn't taken the damn screenshot and drew a circle around the baby reflection in the window, maybe not. But you got a treat, okay? You got a treat. Due to the diligence of Instagrams, y'all have now gotten a real picture, Okay. <laughs> and uh who knows because they probably just wanted to finally show the baby anyway and da 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 and you you be proud of your baby and you know people be like why are you sharing your baby you be loving your baby so much and you can't tell uh can't nobody tell you that your baby ain't the most beautiful baby in the world and da 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 so you be wanting to show them off you just want other people to see them and so um they probably would have released some pictures anyway bitch ain't no telling ain't no telling uh, Meek Mill, what is he doing, child? Who knows? Someone being a damn disappointment. Let's go ahead and get into. What is this? DJ Kelly, big ass. Let's take a look at the album. Shout out to, um, ooh, is the channel Wheezy? Y'all leave a comment. Y'all know who this tag belongs to. The name is escaping me right now. I think it's like Wheezy or something like that. But that's where I got the screenshot from. Shout out to them. On iTunes, you can see that Khaled Khaled is selling for $4.99. Young Wheezy. Thank you, Kaysen. So, um, Young Wheezy is where you can find this. $4.99. Okay, you can get a 10-piece nugget meal at McDonald's for a couple more dollars. Are you hungry? Or do you want to feed your musical interest? Which one? I got $10 on the table. $10, $10, $10. What you going to do with it? What you going to do with it? Bitch, I'd rather get some damn nuggets. And they don't even have to be fresh. That, that'll still be better than this album. I'll take the stale nuggets and the fries that's been sitting up there. That's how I'd rather buy a fofo. -fo. This is absolutely pathetic, is what the fuck this is. Let's look at placement. Um, Every chance I get, now they claiming that it's moved up to the number one spot on some chart. But look at this one. 
Big paper and every chance, baby. Let's say number 66 and number 67. Has the damn album been out long enough for us to go look on Billboard and see where it is? Because that's what I want to see. They said it has not been up there long enough. Because I, I want to see how it performs on the chart. That's what I want to see. And here go the whole thing. Don't be telling nobody, oh, leave that girl alone. Fuck that. She always talking about go look at the numbers. Who told everybody to look at the numbers? Who? So now we look at numbers. Let's go see. Child, cash doll and put out a new record. Tory Lane said, let me do the damn hook. Cash doll said, oh shit. Don't forget that he used to ride that pony into the sunset, child. Don't forget that they used to date, okay? And so, hmm, they said so Tori didn't have the whole state, but he seemed like he liked him, a big-ass woman. They said, um, <laughs> I thought that she retired. I think she's back. You didn't feel the splash? Mm. Let's go ahead and get into this from DJ Khaled. Um, he's been putting out goddamn music videos like Hot Potato, just dropping them whole, drop, 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 drop. No one's been giving a damn. I haven't even seen promo. And this is when I had just had a fucking enough. Let's let's highlight this again. Little Wayne is still collecting the pieces of hair that he has left round back and putting them into concoctions. Okay, causing commotions, like Sweet said. He has tentacles coming out of his brain. We don't know how powerful they are. We don't know if they go in different directions. You know, to mean different things. We don't know yet. Okay, we're still studying. Nobody uh, can confirm if there is a button on the glasses, just in case he wants to erase our memories. So I want to make sure that I bring this up again. Okay. Now, um, he is double cupped up. His nails are black. That is startling. Okay. Uh, Jeremiah. I'm going to say it again, brother. You look like you need to go finish out that remainder of bed rest, homie. Okay? Y'all know he was fighting for his life after the court situation. Court, bitch, COVID situation. And um, it was it was real dire. It was real dire. You're not looking like yourself. Okay? Uh, did they take a plug out the right quadrant around right the front of your head? You're looking a little light over there. The whole time I was watching the video, I didn't know if you had pulled it to the side or if it was absent. Okay, you were giving Wayne. So you go ahead and lay low, okay, and we'll holler back at you. Um, little Wayne. <laughs> now you now come on, brother. <laughs> Bitch, you the job, turkey ho. What the what in the hell are you doing? Why did you slide the pants over your body? <laughs> Look at the him people. <laughs> Bitch, not afraid. Not afraid. <laughs> you need help, child. What is going on? This nigga got all gachos. Let's say he dressed like soldier boy. Let's get into um the turning point. This is when I had had enough. And I went to my phone and I typed in 411 
And I said, uh, they said city and state. I said New Orleans, Louisiana. I said, oh, my bad. Atlanta, Georgia, Atlanta. Can I have Regine Carter's number? Regine Carter? That, like, Lil Wayne daughter? Yeah. Is her number on file? Oh, no. She's not in the system. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm trying to call her like I used to call Lil Romeo and play on their phone. Because Master P used to be listed. I used to call the New Orleans house and the Houston house. Uh, I This was the SOS. Little Wayne. Are your shoes on the wrong feet? You know what? Are your shoes on the wrong feet? If See, I have children. And uh, I, I be looking at people's shoes a lot. I think it's just second nature. And if I saw my child walking up to me like that, I would say, your shoes on the wrong feet. Maybe we should start having conversations about a uh, home health care worker. <laughs> just a... Okay, you know, make, make him part of the entourage. Give him a chain, you know, but uh, he can help him out a little bit. We just want to make sure that things like this don't happen. Okay, so DJ Khaled, you need to do better. Now, you ain't really saying nothing on the records. You ain't really doing nothing. The least you can do is do a shoe check. Okay, like, come on now. That, that's that bullshit. We don't have time for it. Let's get into this right here. The internet went crazy when this story started spreading about Drake. Y'all wanted to believe so badly, you know, that he needed to go and find a concubine, but that's not what it was at all. Y'all wanted to believe that he had been sleeping with that man's fiance. Well, this young man that you see on your screen right here, um, he's a friend. Of the young lady that got accused of being in this situation with Drake. And so let's go ahead and take a look at the messages that were exchanged between him and the man that started that rumor. So let me go ahead and read it to you because it's in another fucking language. Shout out to the alley. They said, bro, I didn't tell blank that Naomi cheated. Just the same thing as I told you. She turned her back on me. When I say cheated, that's what I mean. Wish that I told that there wasn't any sex. Just back turn in motion. Okay? He knew damn well. He knew damn well that that woman was not over there. That they did not break up. Because that woman was having a damn affair. Or some type of fucking um, sexual relationship with Drake, bitch. You wanted some attention. At no point in time did you try to correct any of the outlets that were running that story. And this is the reason why. Um, people need to like look into shit and try to ask some questions. What did I tell y'all? We don't know where the fuck this came from. Anybody could get up and say anything, but the media could not wait to get Drake's name on the goddamn headline and run that story that Drake, you know, was having sex with this man fucking fiance. You know what I'm saying? They say he got threatened. Child. And let me say this. I agree. I think that Drake, you need to grow up. You need to grow up. 
Because I definitely think that Drake played into that rumor. The table with the fucking paperwork on it. Like somebody was going to get a divorce. The fucking captions that he was sitting up, putting up there. He had like pictures. He talking about no remorse and shit like that. Go on with that bullshit, Drake. You know what you're doing. That's a damn shame you don't care about being looked at like that. That's a damn shame. And he be bragging about shit like that. Left your man came straight to me. You the real MVP. He liked that shit. And I think it's a damn shame that women, uh, and it men too shit. This happens all the time. But it's a damn shame that women will jeopardize something that they have that's solid from a nigga that actually gives a fuck about them to go and have sex with and give their all to somebody who, you know, um, they're only interested in because of songs that they like or the amount of money that they have. And the idea that they're going to get something out of the shit and be able to get some type of fame or some type of attention. That's lame as fuck. You ought not even, as a man that has a certain sense of self, you ought not even want to fuck a hoe that'll go leave a nigga to come fuck with you. What the hell you think she'll do to you, nigga? And that's the whole point. Like, and then you'll have women who have a certain sense of self. You know, you know what can happen? Y'all remember a thin line between love and hate? Listen, Drake. You gonna keep on to the woman that you really want? She not gonna be able to take your ass seriously. Cause you done set up here and did all of this bullshit. And you gonna want somebody to trust you. You gonna want somebody, you know what I'm saying? Why do you think the same way that you don't want a woman that's been ran through and shit like that? Don't no woman want no man that's been been with every fucking body? Every time y'all go somewhere, a bitch recognize you or she giving you the eye, that bitch thinks she can play like that. No, you need to respect your body the same way you would want a woman to. Because it ain't just about men. There are women who don't want a man who done been passed around and who done fucked every goddamn thing. You know what? What in the flying fuck is this? We're going to take a pause real quick and take a look at this. That's so bold just posted this. It says Diplo is being accused of messing with minors and drugging them and shares that he slept with Beyonce. What? A woman who goes by the name of Shelly has accused Diplo of messing with minors and drugging them. Shelly has known Diplo for some time and says that he is not the Diplo that everyone knows him as. Shelly and Diplo have gotten into an argument which led Diplo to hire a private investigator. The private investigator stated that Diplo knew where Shelly lived, where her parents lived, her job, her parents' job, and more. Shelly then explains how Diplo is huge. Um, he's a huge manipulating liar, a gaslighter, and he likes to prey on young women of all races. But he likes naive women of color, and those were her words. They said Shelly shared receipts that Diplo uh, had a young girl that reached out to her after having a conversation with him. The young, girl, the young girl shares receipts of Diplo sharing that he slept with Beyonce. The young girl has been trying, uh, trying to reach out to Diplo because he allegedly gave her STD. Diplo said in some tweets that he would join R. Kelly and that he can't stop talking to younger girls. And now that's so bold is talking about they finna do an interview with these people. I wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole.
I wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. What is this? This is a, a tweet that they say has been deleted. Girls born in the 90s, I have to stop sleeping with you. Mm. Low-key sent my CV for R. Kelly Sex Cult membership. Yikes. Diplo hired a private investigator to contact me. And this is the Shelly. So where the receipts at? Exhibit D. A girl reached out to me and would like to remain anonymous. No, ma'am. Attached is her conversation from 10 years ago. They said you really slept with Beyonce. Does she know that? It says also. I don't know how I'm going to get these razor bumps tested and get back at you. Don't ever lie on your dick and throw Beyonce under the bus like that. And then the message said, so what's up? You good or no? He said, so what do I have, anything or not? I'm confused. So the girl was supposed to be going to get an STD test. And then he said, because I don't. And also, I slept with Beyonce. These old-ass motherfucking men. That's so bold. Do what you're going to do. I do not. I, I, like I said, abort. Abort, abort, abort. I absolutely will not even give no energy to the motherfucking story. Okay. I don't know what the hell um, Diplo over there doing, but that shit, that, that is not a receipt. Okay? Uh-uh. Let's go ahead and get into some more shit. <sighs> Ooh-wee. Chris Brown. Do y'all think that Chris Brown is a colorist? Let's start there. Let's just come right out with it. There have been different um, things that have come out over the years. And people have, uh, you know, said, you know, at different points that they feel like that's the case. A woman went on, I don't know if this was YouTube or TikTok. So give me a moment. They said, Media Takeout says that according to one woman at the event. So this was Chris Brown's birthday party. And so after she was allowed into the party, she claims that Chris Brown confronted her and rudely asked her to leave the event. The woman says, I was with two light-skinned girls and one white girl. She claims that Chris Brown spotted the three girls and walked over to confront them. She said that he walked up to me and looked at my girls and said, you can get in and you can get in, but no darkies. She claims that Chris Brown said when he looked at her, but no darkies. Okay. The woman continued, I kept walking because I was like, huh? But Chris became agitated, allegedly, and repeated.